Hey everyone, welcome to the Lighthouse Church Sermon Broadcast. Today I want to begin a series entitled Crossing Over. Now before there's any misunderstandings, let me explain what I mean. Jesus did not come to earth to lead us into an improved life. He came to lead us into a new life. The life that has been surrendered to Jesus is not the same life with a few improvements. It's a brand new, transformed life. This, this transformation that Jesus brings is dramatic. It could be likened to crossing over a bridge that spans a massive gorge that separates two very different places. It's so important that we understand this. If we think that Jesus just came to introduce some new religious approach or a new way of thinking, our expectations of him and our experience of him are likely to be limited by this. Many people today have a limited view, a, a small view of the changes that Jesus brings. And as a result, they have a limited experience of him. I am trusting that God will enlarge our view over this series and that this will result in greater transformation of our lives. So the first transformation or crossing over that we're going to look at is crossing over from death to life. This is the first bridge that you and I cross over when we come to faith in Jesus. Listen to the words of Jesus recorded in John chapter 5, verse 24. I'll read all texts from the New International Version. Very truly I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. Now, think about these words for a moment. They're actually very provocative words, even offensive maybe. Effectively, Jesus was telling his hearers that although they thought they were alive, they were actually dead. Now, there was no question that those listening to Jesus were physically alive. I mean, they were standing there listening to Jesus. But Jesus called them dead. Because when Jesus looked at them, he saw more than their, their physical bodies with pumping hearts and breathing lungs and thinking brains. He saw the soul inside those bodies. And those souls were dead. This is the condition that you and I were born in. All of us were born in this. Physically alive, but spiritually dead. We are alive to one another, but we are dead to God. And this is why we desperately need Jesus. We don't need a life coach or a guru to teach us better ways. We don't need improvement or reform. You can't reform a dead person. What we need is resurrection. 
This is our greatest need. And this is what Jesus came to offer us. Priest and author Robert Capon put it like this. Jesus came to raise the dead. He did not come to teach the teachable. He did not come to improve the improvable. He did not come to reform the reformable. None of those things worked. Spiritually speaking, until Jesus raises you and I from death to life, we are dead. We are completely helpless. Dead people can't help themselves. We need God to raise us. And that is why these words of Jesus are such good news. Let's read them again. Very truly, I tell you, whoever hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and will not be judged, but has crossed over from death to life. This is the miracle of new life that God works in us when we put our faith in Jesus. We come to him spiritually dead. But then God makes us spiritually alive. We become alive to God. And this is the beginning of a brand new life. It is a life alive to God. It is a life of glorious transformation. The Apostle Paul described our crossing over like this in Ephesians chapter 2. Verses 1 to 7. As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins, in which you lived when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our flesh and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature deserving of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him, in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus, in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace, expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. So we come to God spiritually dead, completely helpless. The only thing that we can do is to put our faith in Jesus and to ask him to take our dead souls and make us alive. And this is what he does because of his great love, because of his rich mercy. God responds to our faith in Jesus and raises us to eternal life. He then seats us with him, as the text says. In other words, 
He adopts us into his family as living sons and daughters who sit together. He takes people who are dead and separated from him and he makes them alive, living in his family. We cross over from death to life. Now, as I say this, I wonder, have all of us crossed this bridge? I really hope so. But I can't assume that you have crossed this bridge just because you're watching or listening to me. Or even sitting in a church meeting. After all, people who were sitting in that meeting listening to Jesus were actually spiritually dead. Remember, we cannot raise ourselves. Listening to sermons and attending meetings does not get us over the bridge. Religious activities do not get us over the bridge. Putting our faith in Jesus gets us over the bridge. So if you have been trusting in religious rituals or in your good deeds to get you over the bridge, Jesus has bad news. You cannot get across the bridge from death to life by yourself. You need to put your life in Jesus' hands and let him carry you across that bridge. If you are in this situation, I urge you, please stop frustrating yourself and those around you by trying to rescue or transform yourself until Jesus makes you spiritually alive. You are spiritually dead. So you will always fall short of your God-given potential, no matter how hard you try. Now, I know this offends our pride. We like to think that we have what it takes, that we're good enough, that we'll get by with a little help. But this is not what Jesus said. So I urge you today, humble yourself and ask Jesus to take you over this bridge. Now, if you have put your faith in Jesus, believing that he is the savior and the master that he said he is, you can rejoice. You have crossed over from death to life. Now let's get practical. How does this knowledge change our lives? Here are just two ways. Firstly, we need no longer fear physical death. Jesus has promised us eternal life. Our eternity is secure. Listen to Jesus' words about this recorded in John chapter 14, the first three verses. Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, believe also in me. My Father's house has many rooms. If that were not so, would I have told you that I am going there to prepare a place for you? And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come back and take you to be with me, so that you also may be where I am. Friends, 
Jesus has prepared an eternal home for all of us. When our bodies die, our souls will simply move house. And we will spend eternity with Jesus. Billy Graham, the famous evangelist, put it like this. Someday you will read or hear that Billy Graham is dead. Don't you believe a word of it. I shall be more alive than I am now. I will just have changed my address. I will have gone into the presence of God. So you and I who have put our lives in Jesus' hands do not need to let physical death trouble our hearts anymore. Secondly, we should stop living like dead people. Listen to more of Paul's words, 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verses 16 and 17. So from now on, we regard no one from a worldly point of view. Though we once regarded Christ in this way, we do so no longer. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Friends, our days living as dead people walking are gone. We are now fully alive. We are alive to God. We have been made new. We are not the people who we used to be. And we need to embrace our new eternity and live accordingly. You and I, we're not dead to God anymore. We can now enjoy a real relationship with Him. And we're not in conflict with God anymore. We are now His beloved children. We're no longer enslaved to what the Bible calls sin. We can now live free from those destructive habits that were doing so much damage to ourselves and to others around us. I am convinced that many of us stay stuck in our past because we still see ourselves as the person who we were. And society doesn't help us because it tends to label us by our past, particularly those things that we did wrong. If I believe I am still that person, I will continue to live like that. But if I believe I'm a new creation, I will start living a new life as a new person. That is what we need to do, friends. Here's another Bible verse that speaks powerfully about this. 2 Corinthians chapter 3 and verse 18. And we all who with unveiled faces contemplate the Lord's glory are being transformed into His image with ever-increasing glory which comes from the Lord who is the Spirit. So friends, the biblical expectation of my life is this. I will become more and more like Jesus. 
having crossed over from death to life, I have been set free from my past, my dead self. And I am now a new person who is getting better and better because I am becoming more and more like Jesus. That's great news, isn't it? And friends, we need to treat other believers in the same way. As much as we need to start living like this ourselves, we must also help others to live like that. We need to help each other to remove those old labels from each other. When we spend time with each other, let's not dwell on our broken pasts. Let's not allow each other to wear those labels of who we were. Let's not treat each other as the people who we used to be. Instead, let's affirm our new identities. We are new people on a new path of ever-increasing glory. Let me summarize in closing. When we put our faith in Jesus as our Savior and our Master, He does something truly astounding. He takes us over an impossible bridge. We cross over from death to life. Our souls that were dead are made alive. And we begin a new life with a new identity. Our old life is cancelled. We leave it behind. And we begin a new life. An eternal life as God's children, members of God's family. A life of ever-increasing glory as we become more and more like Jesus. Let's live that life. Amen.